Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. We rejoiced with those who rejoiced, and we mourned with those who mourned. This year, uh, this time next year, there'll be other pictures there. Uh, and again, I would dare say a time of rejoicings that we're going to have this year in times of mourning. But the good news is uh, God is always faithful, and God is always present, no matter what may come in this year. And we can uh, have security and peace in that. We open the Word of God this morning to Isaiah 43, and I'm going to be reading some 21 verses, so it might be good for you to follow along on the Bible in front of you, on the chair in front of you, page eight, uh, 1087. Page 1087, I'll be reading 21 verses from Isaiah 43. Probably, it's always not easy to say, one of my favorite passages in the Old Testament, because I have so many. But this passage always brings me comfort, always brings me assurance, uh, no matter what kind of days I'm facing. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 21, found in page 1087 in the Bible under the seat in front of you. Israel now is facing, just for the context, Israel is, has been in captivity for years. They've kind of lost all hope, all direction didn't really care. They would never say Happy New Year to each other because it wasn't. And after going through this time of difficulty, which they brought upon themselves, God sends Isaiah to them, and he sends Isaiah these words for us this morning. Isaiah writes, But now, this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior, I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba into your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I have formed and made. Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. All the nations gather together and their peoples assemble. Which of their gods foretold this and proclaimed to us 
the former things. Let them bring in their witnesses to prove they were right, so that others may hear and say it is true. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me, there is no Savior. I have revealed and saved and proclaimed, I and not some foreign God among you. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, that I am God. Yes, and from ancient days I am He. No one can deliver out of my hand when I act. Who can reverse it? This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says. He who has made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished and snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on them, on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and their owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Probably one of the first things you either saw last night on TV or, or elsewhere or maybe even said this morning to someone are those uh, words that we say every January 1. Happy New Year. And when we say Happy New Year, we're just hoping that everybody's going to have a Happy New Year. The same thing we said in 2002 as we began the year. But the question always is, of course, is it going to be a happy year? For some, it may be the best year that you've ever had. We don't know what God has in store for us, but it truly might end up being one of the best years you've ever had. But for others, um, it might not be a very good year, and, and for part of the reason is because the year 2022 wasn't too good to you. And it didn't end all that well. Uh, in fact, 2023, maybe to some here this morning or listening, it's a less than promising. You say, my future doesn't look very good at all. And the reason being is because rather than having a resolution to all the negative things that were happening in your life in 2022, you are now carrying into the new year some of the same stuff that you were facing in 2022. You were hoping by the end of the year that they would be gone forever. 
and that this new year could be fresh and exciting and exhilarating. But there are any number of us who are bringing into this year some of the same old bad circumstances that we continue to face even though we enter a new year. I went through the directory a couple weeks ago and looked at pictures, faces, and it just brought back to memory kind of a lot of the stuff that happened here in 2022, um, which in many cases we're not leaving behind. It may have been a time of grief, and any number of us are still grieving, uh, loss in any number of ways. Could be a health, financial, relationship issue that has not been resolved, and you carry that with you. Could be the loss of a spouse, a child, a family member, or a job. Some who struggle with infertility, painful therapy. Some who are hoping to meet their knight in shining armor and still haven't. To others here, it might be uh, just a pain that you continue to experience. It could be an addiction. And uh, the list goes on and on and on. 2022 now becoming 2023. And, and yet maybe you were kind of hoping as you kind of have an end in the beginning that when you leave a year like 2022 that you could go into a new year and leave it all behind and have that fresh start. But you woke up this morning and that stuff is still in your head and it's still in your heart. And you were unable to leave what was behind and it might sound like you when it says, you know what, everybody might be saying Happy New Year, but my 2023 already is not looking very promising because of what's going on in my life. This is how Israel felt. They just didn't have a bad year. They had a bad decade and beyond. <laughs> they were in captivity. Their home was taken away. They've lost family members. They lost their hope. They, they were in deep depression. They were insecure. They had no hope of what their future might bring. That the captivity that they were in that was given to them because of their unfaithfulness to God just brought them into this whole pit of depression and despair. And that's where they were stuck in. And all they were hoping to have was their life back. Like it was. And maybe there's someone here this morning or listening that's saying as you go into 2023, God, I just want my life back the way it was. It was so much better. But ever since this circumstance has come into my life, my life hasn't been the same. And I want to have a happy new year, but I don't think I'm going to. Just if it just give my life back the way it was. God knew how Israel felt. And believe me, God knows how you feel this morning if, if you're one of these people. And in response, God comes with this great prophecy, this great promise from the prophet Isaiah. And he says, listen, if this is you going into the new year, allow me to bring words of encouragement. Because we all need them. If you're having a tough time getting up and facing a new year, because you're bringing in what happened in 2022 into the new year, let me give you some words of encouragement from Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 21. And these are words of hope. Lord, if there's one thing that we want as we kind of have a new beginning, as the new year often suggests, 
is we want to have hope for the future. And you're sitting here this morning or listening saying, boy, I just, and I hope this year's going to be better. Because last year was not. God says, listen, did you hear what God said to Isaiah, through Isaiah in Isaiah 43? He says, listen and understand what I'm saying. In verses 1 through 4, God says, first of all, I think what I need to do is reintroduce myself to you. God reintroducing himself to Israel and to us. Because you see what happens when you go through adverse circumstances. When you're having a bad day or a bad year, just bad things in your life that you want gone. What can happen is we focus so much on the bad circumstances that we lose our focus on who God is. And on our God, we, come, we become blind to it. We lose sight of who he is. And God says, he's pretty much saying something like this. He says, listen, you may have abandoned me during that time, but I have not abandoned you. You may have forsaken me during that time, but I have not forsaken you. You may have been unfaithful during that time because you focus so much on your bad circumstances. But he says, listen, as we just heard in that song. I have not been unfaithful to you. He says in verse 1, allow me to reintroduce myself. He says, listen, just in case you've forgotten. I am your creator. Do not fear what today or tomorrow will bring. Don't be afraid. I am your redeemer. I am your deliverer. And then these wonderful words. I Know your name. And you are mine. Just let that sink in. God knows your name. <laughs> and you are his. You belong to him. What we read just a few moments ago. My only comfort in life and death is that I am not my own. But belong both body and soul to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. You belong to God. You're in relationship with him. That being the case, we know that God cares for us and that God is going to provide for us as his child. He says, listen in verse 2, as you step forward into what appears right now to be a not-so-promising future for you or a not-so-good 2023, he says, listen. Verse 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they're not going to sweep you away. And when you pass through the fire, you are not going to be burned. My promise as you enter a new year is my presence. And you've got to just take that in to, to your head and get it into your heart this morning. No matter what comes in 2023, my promise is my presence. And as you go forward, when you face, which you will, either continued circumstances you are in till God leads you out of them, or any other kind of bad circumstance that may come to you this year, as you go forward, try to focus less on the problem and more on who I am. And remembering who I am. You are in relationship with me. Notice what he says. He says, listen, verse 3. I am the Lord, your God your Savior. Verse 4, you are precious to me. You are honored in my sight. 
And how many of us have to hear this this morning? I love you, God says. Verse 5, I will be with you through the fire. I will be with you through the flood. I am the Lord, your God. Apart from me, verse 11, there's no Savior. Don't go anyplace else. I am, verse 13, the ancient of days. And because of that, of who I am, you have nothing to fear as you enter a new year. Focus less on the circumstances and focus more on who I am as you go forward. That simply means focusing on who God is. You, <clears throat> you need to learn and take in to your mind and into your heart the, the attributes of God. When you go through a rough patch, bring to mind, have God's spirit bring to mind who God is as almighty, all-powerful, provider, savior, redeemer, deliverer, the one who loves us, the one whom we belong to. God says, let that just sink into your system. Because if you focus too much on the bad circumstances and you lose focus of who I am, it's going to be all the worse for you. This is why we have theology. This is why we have biblical theology. We need to learn and understand who God is. Then he kind of says something interesting in, in verses 18. At first it kind of catches you off guard when he says, listen, and as you go forward, stop dwelling on the past. Now, there's good reason not to dwell on the past, both positive and negative. But what was happening to, to Israel when he says, stop dwelling on the past, they were thinking back, what is that, verses uh, uh, 15 and 16 of the Red Sea. Remember the times, here they are, still in captivity, just going to be soon coming out of it, and you can hear them talking in their, in their camps and in their tents and in their family gatherings and communal gatherings. Remember years ago when God delivered us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, how Faithful he was to us that he stepped forward and delivered us. Where were these acts of deliverance? All the good old days when God delivered us. Thinking back at a time when it happened. God says to Hosea, listen, he says, don't dwell on those times. They were good. Praise me for them. But he says, if you dwell on the past, verse 19, you are going to miss out on what I'm going to do for you right now or in the near future. Think about it. Don't dwell so much of the times that I did. I have something new and fresh coming your way for you. And it's a new year, and it's going to be a new, uh, a, a, a new manifestation of my power in your life. And I'm going to walk you through that and bring you out of it. He says, if you dwell in the past, you're going to miss out on what I'm going to do for you right now. That's powerful. Verse 19, he says, listen, and this is really the whole just uh, point and force of this message. I am going to make a way for you. Ah, so many times when we find ourselves in a difficult situation and circumstances, faces that are, we don't appreciate or like, we try to make a way for ourselves to get out of them, don't we? We fail to go to God who has this relationship with us by his grace. God says, listen, I am going to make a way for you. Israel, I'm going to make a way through uh, you through the desert and the storm, uh, through the wilderness and the wasteland. I'm going to make a way for you. And he says to us this morning, whatever difficult days you may be facing now or you bring into the new year from last year or the days that are ahead, when you find yourself at a, at a difficult place, 
where you find yourself insecure, depressed, going through depression, needing some hope, he says, listen, through the difficult days that you will be facing, you need to understand something. I am going to make a way for you where there appears to be no way. You ever come to a point sometimes in your life when there's, you, you're looking ahead and there's no future? You, you're, at, you're at such a bad place because of what's happened. God says, listen, I'm going to make a way for you even where there appears to be no way. Think back to the Red Sea when you came to the edge of the waters and, how, oh, we're going to die. We got this little water in front of us and Egypt behind us. They came to the end of their rope and said, we're done. God said, no, I can make a way when there appears to be no way. And he parts the waters, right? Figuratively, we can talk about how God can part the waters for us. Times of difficulty when there appears to be no way forward. I will pro provide for you, he says, verse 20, to Israel. Streams of living water. Don't worry about it. I'm in relationship with you. And as a result, verse 21, he says, as a result, you will proclaim my praise. God's promise. And this same promise and word of encouragement that came to Israel, God brings to us this morning. Uh, and that we too, as we go through this year and go through difficult times, are going to have opportunities to praise his name. God says, I'm going to do the same thing for you as I did for Israel. As you go through 2023, the good times, the not so good times. You will praise my name because I will make a way for you. No matter what the future holds, no matter what comes into your life, whether times of rejoicing or times of mourning, I'm going to make a way for you to get through it. All made possible, of course, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. God promised streams of living water to Israel. Our streams of living water, of course, comes through Jesus Christ, the one who is the water of life, the one that we go to when we're thirsty. I want you to repeat after me this morning uh, just these words uh, pulled from this passage. Uh, let's be assertive. Let's, let's uh, uh, find some encouragement, some assurance as we say these words together and let let God hear them this morning, just as a symbol and a sound of our faith and our trust in him. I want you to repeat after me these words. God will make a way for me. God is my creator. Jesus Christ is my redeemer. My deliverer. I will not be afraid. God knows my name. I belong to him. He will go with me. God loves me. I am precious in his sight. And I will be given streams of living water. In a moment, we're going to be singing a song entitled God Will Make a Way by Don Moen. It's a beautiful song. There are different variations of it today, but this kind of goes back to the original. And it's just a powerful song about, about a man who was moved by God when he was facing a, a time of difficulty in his extended family life, where God had him sit down and write this song. 
And we're going to show the video at this time of his testimony. It's about two minutes long about how he was moved to write this song. And then after watching this video, we're going to rise and sing this song that he wrote entitled, God Will Make a Way. Let's watch this video together. When I wrote the song, God Will Make a Way, I wrote it for a tragic situation in my family. Uh, my wife's sister and husband had been traveling with their family on the way to Colorado uh, to have a ski vacation when their van was broadsided by an 18-wheeler. Um, all four of the boys were thrown out of the van and uh, three were seriously injured, but Jeremy, the oldest, was killed instantly. And when I heard that news, I can't tell you how helpless I felt. All the words that uh, came to my mind to say to Susan and Craig that day uh, seemed to fall short of what I really wanted to say. Um, all the scriptures that came to my mind didn't seem to be the right ones. And I had to get on the airplane the next day and I was reading in my Bible from Isaiah chapter 43 how God will make a way, a roadway in the wilderness and a river in the desert. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. It says, don't remember the former things. Behold, I will do something new and now it will spring forth. I will make a roadway in the wilderness and a river in the desert. And as I was sitting on the plane that day, I just... Ask the Lord to give me something to say to them at the funeral, something that would bring them hope in a hopeless situation. And uh, in that moment, God gave me a simple song, which has become one of my most well-known songs. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He works in ways we cannot see. He'll make a way for me. And I know that that one phrase is a phrase that God gave me to say to Susan and Craig that day. He works in ways we cannot see. Uh, maybe you need to hear that same phrase today. Uh, this song was written in a desperate situation, but it's not a song of desperation. It's a song of declaration. God will make a way. And he'll make a way for you today. Uh, no matter what you're going through, you just have to believe that even though your bank account may not look good, the doctor's report may not sound good, God is still working in ways that you cannot see, and he is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. And God will do that for us as well. Would you rise and sing it with us? God will make a way. He will make a way for me. 
that there's no uh, church school this morning, no Sunday school. We also have a prayer leader coming forward that if you want to bring something before the Lord, maybe if your new year isn't starting out the way you would like it to be because of last year, bring that concern forward with a prayer leader and she will bring you into the presence of God and, and uh, asking God to make a way for you as well. We also need some help removing Christmas. And uh, those who might be able to help um, after the blessing this morning, just come up. There's a yellow sheet behind here. <clears throat> it's back there. <laughs> and it explains what needs to go where. Most of it up in the attic. We'll have someone, I believe, up the steps in the attic right to the back of church. But just you leave all the stuff on, the, all the lights and the, everything. You just kind of pick it up as a unit and, and bring it upstairs. If we get four, five, six people, it'll only take about ten minutes. So if you could help with that following the blessing, we would appreciate that. And now... Uh, no better thing to receive as we enter the new year is God's blessing. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face towards you 
and grant him his peace. Everyone say, amen. amen. <clears throat>